Okay. So this week we're talking about ghosts. This is our first podcast, so it's going to kind of suck. We just thought since there's a lot of supposedly haunted places in Grand Rapids and we've had some experiences that we would use that as the topic of our first podcast. So um, I'm just going to tell a couple stories. And Nora's going to interject with some things of her own here <laughs> as we go. Um, the first story I'm going to tell is going to be about my first experience with ghosts. It's not, um, it didn't actually happen in Grand Rapids, but it's what started getting me kind of interested in this sort of thing. So when I was a little girl, we lived in Deer Park, Ohio, which is um, just outside of Cincinnati. It's a suburb of Cincinnati. And a lot of weird things happened in the house that we lived in. We moved there when I was three years old. And a lot of weird things would happen, like you'd smell food cooking, there'd be coffee made that no one made, things would be moved, you'd hear music, just all kinds of odd things. And I always felt really in tune with whatever was was causing the situation. Um, I guess being a little kid, you're supposedly more open to that sort of thing. And I never really felt scared until one situation that came about was I had a Raggedy Ann doll that I really loved. And um, I always had it with me. I played with it all the time. (laughs) And um, one day I couldn't find it. And I was looking for it everywhere. And I was really upset that I couldn't find it. And my mom helped me look for it. We couldn't find it anywhere. Um, We finally found it um, in the middle of the rug in my room. And my mom said, oh, maybe one of your friends had it and left it there, which, you know, was odd because it was like right in the middle of the floor. We would have seen it. Later that night, I went to bed and also found my Raggedy Ann doll down the side of my bed. So then I had two. And I had those two Raggedy Ann dolls for years. And the only explanation I could have is that the ghosts felt bad for me that I lost my Raggedy Ann doll and they gave me a new one. Um, But that's the one thing that actually made me scared. And so then I was afraid of Raggedy Ann dolls pretty much my whole life after that. Um, My parents eventually sold that house, moved somewhere else. Um, My grandma told me years later that they were scared of the ghosts. Um, and that's why they sold the house. So that's kind of what got me started being interested um, various things that happened there. Um, so when I moved to Grand Rapids, there's a lot of supposed hauntings and haunted places here. And we lived, we bought a house, um, an older house that was over 100 years old that <sighs> All of the neighbors told us was haunted when we moved there. We didn't know whether that was true or not, but maybe Nora can tell you a couple things that she experienced when we were living there. Yeah. So my room was the room that everyone said where they saw like people looking in the window. I was really young at that time. Um, even like in pictures. You weren't even like, born yet when we moved there. Right. We weren't even born yet when I moved there, but I grew up in that house, so I was lived until we lived there until I was like eight years old yeah yeah um and like even with like if you took pictures in there there'd be like orbs in the pictures it'd be weird and 
But, like, I remember, like, sometimes I'd see, like, like a ghost boy. <laughs> so my face in my room, like, every so often. It didn't really bother me, though, at the time. Now I'm just like, oh, that's kind of strange, but, you know. People said that they would see, like, things in my window, like, the window. Like, if we weren't home and stuff like that. Um, oh, I remember in Seth's room, wasn't there that Elmo doll that would turn on on its own? It was a Spider-Man doll. Oh, Spider-Man doll. It would turn on on its own. Mm-hmm. It would, like, start talking, like, in the middle of the night without anyone even, like, touching it or anything. Even if it was turned off, it would talk. So that was kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, as, as an adult, I never saw or experienced anything weird in that house, other than having orbs show up in pictures I was taking. Um, but I never experienced anything in that house. Um, I did, you know, read some things. Neighbors would tell us things. They would say they saw people looking out the upstairs window, like Nora said, of the room that was her room, um, when nobody lived there, because nobody had lived in the house for quite some time when we bought it. Um, but, but I never experienced anything personally there. I apologize for that. My phone just rang. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but some other things I've experienced since, um, now that, that house burned down and we live somewhere different now, but um, I work now in, um, let's just say a long-term care facility. Um, I don't want to give the exact name of where I work just in case so I don't want to get in trouble. Um, but anybody that knows anything about haunted things in Grand Rapids will easily be able to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Um, there's multiple ghost stories about this place. On That's my voicemail. Um, there's multiple ghost stories online about this place. Um, if you just look up haunted Grand Rapids, it's going to be one of the first things you see. Um because the place has been there since like Civil War times. And um, there's been a lot of reports, nothing scary, no one's ever been hurt, nothing sinister has ever happened, but lots and lots of reports of ghost stories on the grounds of this place. Now for me personally, I've worked there for about a year. The things I've witnessed are minor. There are certain areas of the building and grounds that are supposedly more haunted than others. My um, companies offices are on the fourth floor and there are no longer any residents that live on the fourth floor there are empty rooms some of them still have people's belongings in them um, but no one lives there it used to be it's, the psychiatric ward. yeah it's being converted into offices um, so occasionally at night I work at night occasionally at night we need something from up there and we have to go up there and it's dark and the lights are out and there's no one in those offices um, because the office I work out of is on the main floor. Um, and even people that are up there during the day um, say that they, they hear things. There's one woman that claims that someone says hello to her every time she enters her office in the morning. Um, but weird things have happened. Like there is a doctor's office. Used to be a doctor's office. It's not anymore. But that, that was inside the building. Um, kind of down the hall from where I work. Um, the radio would just randomly blast on in the middle of the night in there and the uh, house supervisor would have to get security to come and open 
that office so they could turn that radio off. Um, we would hear banging in the ceiling, um, things like that. We've used like a ghost tracker app when we've walked around there. And it was kind of funny one night I was using it in the office, just kind of joking around with other people in the office and saying, oh, it shows that there's a ghost, you know, right here. And I pointed to the spot and right when I pointed to the spot, there was like a bang on the ceiling, like right at the area where I pointed. Um, something that happened recently is a woman from another agency and I were both there late at night. She needed to go to the fourth floor for something. And she asked me to go with her. I did. It was dark up there. We were using flashlights on our phones and uh, trying to find what she was looking for, some paperwork that she needed. Um, right as we were leaving and getting ready to go back on the elevators, we were standing there for a minute talking about what she had been looking for and um, and kind of talking about how creepy it was up there. And, uh, and then we could very distinctly hear footsteps coming down the hall towards us. Um, needless to say, we hurried up and jumped in the elevator and went downstairs. Um, but so that's, and, and I never feel scared when I'm there necessarily. I mean, it's a creepy feeling, but there's definitely things going on there. Like, I feel like it makes it creepier that the fourth floor used to be the psychiatric ward because it's not like it was just like something for like people who just like happen to be like a little mentally handicapped. It was like a whole thing where if you, you have to, to open the doors to take the stairs, you have to hold a button. Like, it has it completely locked down. Like, you can't go to the and fourth floor without getting You have to use a key in the you elevator. You have to use a key in the elevator. To go to the fourth floor. And um, and I have a key, but I also can get, you know, security to do that because I work there. But um, And I do want to say I don't actually work for this facility. I work for a company that staffs the facility, but I still don't want to say what the name of the facility is. But if you know anything about Grand Rapids, you already know what it is. Um but there's a lot of cool ghost tours and stuff here in Grand Rapids. I'd really like to maybe go on some of them and just, just kind of see what it's like. I'm worried that it's, like, fake. Like, I'll be like, the ghost likes to slam the windows, and then the window will slam closed or something like, like the that. ones you go to, like, in uh, Florida, like, in touristy places. Mm. Yeah, I've heard it's not like that. I've know. not, you know, I've not tried it, but that's what I've heard. So hopefully, yeah, I would like to go on one at some point. Um, I know there's a lot of walking involved, which is an issue for me with my bad knee, but hopefully soon that's something I'll be able to do. Um, so is there anything else you wanted to add? Maybe you don't think so. <laughs> okay. So like I said, this is our first time, and it kind of sucks. But, um, but I think that's it for today. If you um, do happen to be listening to this, um, if you do happen to be listening to this and uh, have anything you want to contribute, anything you want to talk about, um, any topics you'd like us to use in the future, anything you want to talk about as far as ghosts, um, you can email us um, at N-L-E-S-R-E. That's N-L-E-S as in Sam, R-E at Outlook.com. Um, and we will uh, possibly feature you um, or at least your comments on a future podcast. So thanks for listening.